This podcast is for you, the modern man. I'm Dr. Ann Trung, your host. I'm an intimate health medical doctor and best-selling author of the book, Erectile Dysfunction Fix. I'll do a deep dive into sexual health and performance and how it affects men of all ages and backgrounds. So let's get started and be sure to visit my website at sexualhealthformenpodcast.com for more information and resources from the show. See you on the inside. Hello. Hi, welcome back to, this is Dr. Ann and my lovely husband, Bao. Hello. We are here today and today we're going to talk about how is sleep affect your sexual function? Because that is the question because we, the first thing that we, we do when we're busy is we compromise our sleep. But do you know that if you don't have enough sleep, that it's going to affect how you perform in the bedroom? And it can take as early as within three weeks. And we're going to explore that today and have a discussion about it. So, you know, for instance, you need at least seven hours of sleep, particularly from 7 p.m. to, I mean, some, uh, from 10 p.m. to 7 a.m. in the morning uh, to get that adequate uh, buildup of testosterone hormone that uh, gets uh, uh, created in your testicles at nighttime. Because that's when, when you're asleep, you're in REM sleep. When you're in REM sleep, your testicles make more testosterone. In a man, testosterone, it, 90% of it is made in the testicles and 10% of it uh, is made in the adrenal glands versus for a woman, 50% of it is made in the ovaries and 50% in the adrenals. So getting rapid eye movement or REM sleep is critical for uh, development for a hormone. And during REM sleep is when you actually have um, a morning or nighttime um, erection. Do you, so, so do you notice that? I, I do. And what, but what happens, though, if you sleep more than seven hours, does that mean that you have more capability in, in getting the erection or doesn't really make a difference? Well, actually, that's a good question. If you sleep more than seven hours, it doesn't help more. Uh, you know, it just means that you're more rested. But if you sleep more than seven hours, sometimes your body will just kind of wake up Um Naturally, you ever uh, to a point where you so exhausted, you sleep more than you need to. Your body just telling you you need to sleep. But if you are well rested, uh, you will wake up when your body's ready to wake up without an uh, alarm. Uh, the point is, your body heals physically from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. and mentally from 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. So multiple studies have shown healing start at nighttime, not during the daytime. So uh, sleeping is essential for healing and sleeping is essential for healing, uh, uh, particularly, you know, down there as well too. And that's why a lot of us spend time in bed at nighttime and, you know, with sexual activity. Well, I, I know that if I don't get a good night's sleep of a minimum of seven hours that you say, uh, the next day, next morning, my morning erection is not as hard. Yeah. Um, and also uh, the next uh, evening or even during the daytime, I don't, I don't feel like I'm rested or have the libido or the urge to have intimacy. So sleeping or sleep deprivation plays a role. 
what you're saying in ED, right? Right. Uh, absolutely. Uh, and to dive a little bit deeper into it and get a little bit nerdy, which I love about the hormones, is that uh, when you're not have enough sleep, your adrenal gland, which then secretes more cortisol. Because when you're not having enough sleep, you uh, your body senses stress. So you release more cortisol. So when you release more cortisol, your body feels that, oh my goodness, I'm, I'm stressed. Well, the first thing I want to do is shut down my testosterone. I'm not going to make as much testosterone because I got to prepare my body to run away from the emergency and not be prepared to uh, have sex, right? So uh, what happens is your testosterone level decreases. When, uh, and your cortisol level increases. So uh, they fight for each other and they fight for the receptors in the cells. So it's critical that uh, you manage that stress level too and know that the cortisol level affect the testosterone level. So too much of cortisol is not good, but then again, too little cortisol is not good as well. And all of that cycle is called the hypopituitary axis and what we call the adrenal fatigue. Uh, essentially, you know, when you're stressed, it's good that you have high cortisol so that way you can adapt. But then when you're too much stressed, you continue to be high, 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 high. And then your body says, I can't handle this. I'm, I'm just going to, decompensate and then your cortisol level drop because you can't adapt anymore. You go drop, 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 drop. And then you, you hit rock bottom barrel and you can't adapt to stress. When you can't adapt to stress, you just rock bottom barrel. And then what happened? You have no hormones left. You have more, th no more thyroid hormone left. You have no more sex hormones left. And you just become a totally, you know, burnt out. And that's what's called uh, the adrenal fatigue stage uh, three. So that, so that's why you always want me to sleep a lot. Is that for selfish reasons? Yeah, <laughs> that's why I'm always stressing. Well, I get it. Try try to go to bed at least seven hours and at least between um, seven. I mean, ten p.m. to seven a.m. And we're we're not the best at it uh, yeah. either. We're, we're we're night owls. You know, we go to bed at midnight mm -hmm. and and crawl out of bed around like seven a.m. We need to do uh, a better job at trying to go to bed earlier. Because because our body needs that physical rest more than anything. And, you know, more so, you don't have enough sleep. What happens when you don't have enough sleep? Well, you get grouchy, you feel <laughs> tired. Um, your whole day is spent really drinking 10 cups of coffee, um, and which is not good for you. So, I mean, sleeping well is the key to health. And, and most importantly, uh, for ED, to help prevent ED, right? I mean... So let me ask you this. Um, what's the frequency, though? How long can I go without sleeping the seven hours and not have it affect the ED? Is it something that if I don't sleep within uh, for two days, I get ED right away? Or is it over time? Well, it's way? actually cumulative over time. Probably would take about six, three to six weeks or so. You know, until your body senses an imbalance. I would just probably say about six weeks until you start seeing like a little dip in the levels. And uh, that will compound with the fact that I talk about with cortisol as well, too, right? You'll, you'll see cortisol level uh, rising. And then you also will see on top of that, you know, changes and fluctuation in your blood sugar level. Because cortisol will also raise your blood sugar level 
as well, then you become a little bit insulin uh, resistant and then you start putting a little bit of fat around the belly. Uh, do you know that for men that when your testosterone level is low, when you have less hair on your legs, when you start losing hair on your legs, or mm. that you start gaining a little bit of fat around the love handles and the belly and or you start to have a little bit of um, um, fat around the breast area. So that's hormone imbalance? Right, right. What happened is that the testosterone gets converted to uh, uh, female hormone estrogen in that fat. So it takes away your total uh, testosterone, which make you a male. And then again, it all ties back to, you know, uh, men make their testosterone uh, in their testicles and it, the testosterone are replenished you know, in the testicles. Uh, and that's where the production is made. All right. And when is it made? It's made when you're asleep during REM sleep. That's when you have nighttime erection or morning erection. And in fact, studies have shown that actually men can have up to five to eight uh, spontaneous erection um, at nighttime. Do you know that? No, definitely. I, I definitely uh, uh, see that. Um, <laughs> I mean, I I know that in the middle of the night, I get that and then early morning and then when I get up. So for me, it's about three to four time uh, erection throughout the whole night. And well, that you know of. That I know that of. That you that know, know of. of. Yeah. yeah, that you know of. So, you know, put in a comment below. Um, how many times do you think you have an erection uh, at nighttime or in a morning time? Uh, because, you know, um, average about three to eight times, um, uh, uh, according to a study. Um, but m many men will probably report maybe the same uh, or less, right? Because mm -hmm. you know, sometimes you don't know. You probably when you're younger, you probably have a lot more as well. Uh, too, when you're younger, your your testosterone level is the highest when you're in your 20s. That makes sense, right? Uh, and you're in your 20s and it starts declining when you're around 35 and decline about 1% um, every year. Mm. So what, what happens if, um, so, so if you don't sleep a whole lot, uh -huh. sleep deprivation less than seven hours, and you correct that over time, how long does it take for you to get back on track again in having ED? Uh, is it something that you can recover in one weeks of sleep of seven hours or it just takes more time once you fall into the pit hole of having ED because of sleep deprivation? How long does it take? Right. Yeah. Now that's, that's a good question because let's just say you have a project and you've been staying up late and trying to finish that project. And well, you know, your body is very plastic, meaning it's very adaptable. So it will probably take you again, probably about three to six weeks again to get normalized your, kind of reset. your yes, to reset again, uh, to, uh, to get back on schedule again. It's about three to six uh, weeks uh, is what the, the time frame is um, for healing and reestablishing uh, homeostasis again. It's not overnight. Um, it's around that time because that's when we see changes in uh, hormone levels. And when we see, like, for instance, if you change your diet, if you eat uh, a low fat diet, a low, low carb diet, and within 
four to six weeks, we change, see a change in your cholesterol, your blood sugar uh, in, in your blood. Uh, but you don't see it right away. It takes some time for your body to get to that uh, homeostasis and, and, and cellular changes uh, levels. I would say probably between like more optimally around, you know, four to six weeks time frame. So it sounds like it's uh, by not sleeping a whole lot, um, that's hormonal or chemistry imbalance. How much of that is also uh, plays a role into the mind? How does that affect the mind? Besides the physical, what you've explained, yeah, you know, uh, the chemistry, what about the mind, the psychology? Well, of course, you mean you're talking about like lack of sleep? Yeah, like, lack of sleep. Yeah. Well, lack of sleep, as you know, when you said that when you have lack of sleep, your mind is not as sharp. Mm. Uh, and you, you don't have, uh, your memory is, uh, impaired. Uh, you have lack of focus on you, what you need to do and lack, lack of energy, more fatigue. Uh, so certainly, uh, sleep is essential for mental and physical, uh, resetting. Mm. Okay. So also uh, not put you in the mood, right? For- oh, definitely. I mean, when you have lack of sleep, who, who's in the mood to have, yeah. to have, to be in the mood yeah. for sexual activity, right? Um, so, uh, that, that's why, you know, uh, the bed is the most preferred way to have sexual activity because you want to encourage sleeping. Let's mention that one, one of the reasons why, after you have sex, uh, there are hundred hormones that are released in your body and in your brain that actually promote sleep, like hormones such as oxytocin and, uh, and various hormones that is released that actually make you go to sleep. Mm. So uh, after the effect of sex, you know, what, what happened? You get sleepy, right? Yeah, you get tired. You get tired. Yeah. Spend you a lot get, of energy. Yes. Not only spend energy, uh, you know, for just, just FYI, men expend about 150 calories uh, during sex and women's about 100 calories. So, you know, it does consider moderate exercise when you have sex. And the longer you go, the more energy you spend. So, you know, sex is moderate exercise. Um, but you know, on a, on a side note with that, um, you guys out there in the audience wear your your watch, your eye watch, <laughs> your uh, Apple watch, your Apple right watch, here. Yeah, because we've done it just to, out of curiosity <laughs> to measure heart rate and calories burned. And what she said is very true. You do burn calories, and your heart rate do go up, especially when you uh, you know reach your orgasm, which is. Very interesting. Very interesting. Right. Stuff. It's, it's, it's a good metric to follow. Yeah. Uh, and it, uh, it definitely is accurate in about 100 calories for women and 150 for men. But that's on an average. But getting back to my point was I was um, uh, getting back to my point was I was uh, saying that, uh, you know, uh, the, the the sleepiness that you get after um, orgasm mm-hmm. is promoting sleep and good sleep. Right. And there's a hundred hormones and substances are being released, but you get this peace, the sense of peacefulness, the sense of connection uh, and relaxation that you get uh, and calmness that you get. Uh, uh, after sexual activity and uh, if to why to promote sleep. Right. Uh, and sleep is essential 
So you should not be considering taking a medication for sleep because sleep is like blinking your eye. You know, it, it should be natural. And if you aren't able to sleep, you should really look at the cause of why you're not sleeping and treat that cause instead of trying to take a medication to induce you to sleep. Maybe you should have more uh, sexual activity, either yeah. with a partner or maybe solo. Uh, I vote for more sexual activity. <laughs> and try to induce that natural uh, hormonal release in your body yeah. to induce that calmness. And we know uh, the frequency, what the, what the, uh, 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 you know, uh, the optimal frequency is about three times a week, you know, sexual activities. Um, uh, optimally, it's kind of like exercise three times uh, a week as well, every day if you can. You know, um, but, you know, at, at the least uh, three times a week. And I, I mean, I tell my patient this, though, when uh, your body um, uh, will, uh, doesn't, doesn't tell the difference whether you have orgasm and ejaculation with a partner or with solo. Uh, and it's still the uh, still the mechanism of uh, an erection and orgasm and ejaculation. And I tell my patient, when you have that, it's like clearing the pipes. You know, you, mm. you need to exercise your your penis muscles and you need to clear the pipe, clear clear the plum, plumbing three times a week. So that way you exercise those muscles. You don't use it, you lose it. So if you don't use your, your penis muscle, guys, it's going to start atrophying. It's going to get scarred down. It's going to get smaller. And then when you try to use it, you, you're surprised. Oh, it's not working as well. Well, of course, you're not, mm. you're not. You're not using it as you should. It's like you're not going to the gym and after six months or nine months and not going to the gym, you're going to expect to go in the gym and try to do that shoulder curl of 100 pounds like you used to do. No, you're going to have to kind of work your way into it. And it's the same thing. Your your penis is also a muscle itself and it needs to be uh, it needs to be worked out. Well, I mean, I, I think it also helps to reduce stress. Um, and also I, I do know that uh, you know, if you have intimacy frequently per week, uh, at least maybe three, four times a week, that uh, I, I feel less tense, uh, more relaxed. And now I know why from what you're saying, because it's true when you have intimacy and, you you know, through, throughout the whole week, uh, you just feel a lot more comfortable. It's like your your pipes aren't clogged. And your water's <laughs> not running through and you feel so much better. So I can see how that's happening. Clear, clear, yeah. clear, clear the pipes. Uh, yeah. clear, clear the pipe. Those of you that are my so patients know. the message today is clear the pipes. Clear, yeah, clear clear the pipe, exercise the muscles, uh, use it or lose it. Same thing with your biceps, your biceps curls, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, use it or lose it because don't, don't expect, you know, your penis to perform if you don't train it. Right. Uh, to perform because, you know, you have to train it. And there are uh, ways that, you know, there are penis pumps that are available and uh, that you can exercise with. Uh, in my past episode, I talk about the penis pump and how to use it and uh, how to optimize it. And the penis pump can bring in more blood flow to the muscles to help you get an erection as well and get you started as well and to help you exercise the muscle, clear the pipe. 
and, and uh, get it started. And there's nothing wrong with doing solo if, you know, mm-hmm. uh, if there's, you know, no partner available. Of course, optimally, you know, with a partner would be optimal situation. But, you know, um, you know not, not sometimes that is, you know, not available uh, at this time. So uh, to, to end with, Sleep is critical, but it's the number one thing that we give up with our busy life and running around. It, I mean, I, I have to say that we're probably at fault with that yeah. to uh, ourselves. We, we know better. Yeah. Uh, and I know that, you know, a few weeks ago we were moving and we had maybe five hours of sleep, yeah. right? I uh, We were cranky. And we were not clear in our thinking and Certainly not, not was up, not up to par three times a week for no. sure. And we'll sexual, yeah, sexual activity was definitely not on our mind <laughs> at that time. Uh, but we made up for it since, you know, we settled down and we preach what we, uh, talk about, uh, as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, and you know, I would like to hear what you guys think about this episode. Put some comment down below and let us know what you think and make sure you, uh, check out our website at Sexual Health for Men podcast. We'd love to hear if you have any questions or anything. We'd like to, if you'd like me to answer that on the future episode. See you at the next episode. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Sexual Health for Men podcast. If you love this episode, then please take a screenshot on your phone and post it on Facebook, Instagram, or wherever you post. And be sure to tag me and let me know why you like this episode and what you like to hear in the future. That will help me know what's great for you. And I would love to give you the most incredible free gift designed to help you improve performance quickly. Go to my website at sexualhealthformenpodcast.com to get the book, The Five Common Costly Mistakes Men Make When Facing ED. I would appreciate it if you subscribe, leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen, and just know that you can have sexual vitality for life. I appreciate you. Until next time.